welcome back to another week of single girl season why did i go say hi <laughs> you're nervous it's okay it's been a week it's been a week of hell mercury has been retrograding i think we're venus retrograding according to tiktok times 300 oh my god has it been a horrible week for anyone else? I feel like it has. I think it's been going around. Yeah. I spoke to my housemate and he, he was like, yeah, so I just cried on the way home, but I'll be home in 10. <laughs> the way I didn't even react to it, I was like, oh yeah, me too. See you soon. <laughs> I love that. Nah, something was definitely in the water because I was struggling so hard last week. It's okay. We made it here. Delusional <laughs> gals. Delulu era in full swing. Here we are on our podcast. <laughs> We're so mentally ready to be on this podcast. Yeah. Was I running in bed all week? Yes. 100%. But am I here today? Well, the good news is that I bought track pants for the first time in my life and it's changed my life. Firstly, they're called track suit pants. Track suit It's okay. Track suits or trackies? Trackies. Welcome to comfort. Yeah. I don't know what you've been doing. I've been wearing leggings my whole life and like they're fine, but I was, I've just never felt that cozy joy of trackies you have to rip my tracksuit pants off me because i live in them i will live and i will die in these tracksuit pants i don't know why it's taken me this long what are we what are we what are we talking about today (laughs) well i wanted to share i went on a date it was a really bad date let's just put it out there from the get-go even though we were talking online for a while um we never really had banter but it was just generally nice conversations Mm. Pause. Is nice another word for boring? I think I was just entertaining for the sake of entertaining. And guys, just as a FYI, I never do that. (laughs) 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 Because it'll bite you in the ass, okay? You're not doing yourself any favors. So this is my lesson learned. Right. So the convo was boring before you went. And then you thought why not yeah why not at this point what have i got to lose Mm. little did i know that i can lose more (laughs) all right so we went on this date and um from the get-go he was very mansplaining things Mm. to me which just like standard things that anybody on the street would know he about the need to over explain to me constant like constant concepts of the little things that just happen in life Mm. as if i just wouldn't be able to grasp it without him explaining which was annoying Let's be honest. You never let anyone explain anything to you. Yeah, I I like people to know that I know. (laughs) Yeah, we know. (laughs) Even when you're wrong, you're right. I make it up as I go along. You're normally the one mansplaining. I never mansplain. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, karma really came for me, okay? So let's be honest. I want to be honest as well that every choice I made was my own along the Mm. way on this bad date. Um, so there's very little blame to go like to pass around. Yeah, like he showed you who he was, and you were from like from the start. Yes. So during all these conversations and things, I was like noticing the mansplaining, but I was also bypassing it internally. I was kind of just like, yeah, but maybe it's just like first date jitters, or maybe it's just this, or maybe it's just that. I was. I can't see. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's a play blind. Blind. <laughs> Um, and then I don't know how to say this without coming off like a asshole, but I invited him over back to mine. We hung out here and then one thing led to another as they do at this is probably like at 1am at this point. Mm. And we've sort of been drinking at the bar on a weekday came back here. Yeah. It was a Thursday night. That's serious. Yeah. Choices were made. Now I don't want to get too graphic as to what happened in the bedroom, but 
I want it to be known that it was the most weirdest experience I've ever had with someone. This was very strange in the sense that um, there was no movement. And that's all I will say about <laughs> it. Usually there is movement when things go to the bedroom and this was a very <laughs> like still experience. Okay. So afterwards I was very, I was lying there and I was very confused about the sequence of events of this night and honestly started to hate myself a little bit with the choices I mean, that I've made with this guy. Um, happens to the best of us. I know. And we <laughs> got to talking about ancient history and, um, we were talking about Genghis Khan and his conquests and things like that. And this man says to me, his name isn't Genghis Khan. His name is Genghis Khan. <laughs> Paused. Pause for laughter. <laughs> and you're like, that's my man. I was like, no, I'm pretty sure it's Genghis Khan. And he's like, no, you're saying it wrong. Like, trust me, I know. I'm the ancient history buff. I watch ancient history YouTube videos before I go to bed. I know what it's called. And in my head, I'm like, I'll have to Google it later, but I'm pretty sure it's Genghis Khan. And he kept going on about it as well, mm. that I like made this mistake. Mm. Um, and then it's about 2 a.m. at this point, and he leaves, thank God. But that's kind of when my spiral sort of happened afterwards, a lot of self-hatred and loathing. <laughs> and I was just very confused as to how I could allow this sort of night to happen the way it did. Mm. Previously, I used to be very... I guess in the driver's seat when it comes to that first date experience and if i'm not feeling this guy at all i would end the date short and go home mm. there was a little part of me that this is going to sound a little bit ugh, but i think i was feeling a bit lonely and vulnerable so i think i allowed this night to happen because a part of me just wanted it to happen a self-sabotaging part because even though he wasn't a good person i still like let him kind of go all the way with me and it just made me really unhappy and upset throughout that whole week i was really doubting myself and my confidence and just like my ability to kind of be on these streets dating i was very upset with my behavior because mm. i i know better and i was able to recognize these sort of things that he was doing but i still let him pass through so I was very upset with myself. It is hard though. Dating is hard because you're already so vulnerable on the date. Yes. So I mean, in normal situations, you'd be like, oh, he's an idiot. Yes. But because you're already like vulnerable in that dating space, like trying to fill them out, you kind of let a yep. lot more slide. I spoke to my therapist about it. We were speaking a lot about self-love and confidence when it comes to dating because it's easy to kind of get lost in other people's opinions about you, especially when you're kind of deep in these trenches on these online dating apps. And she did say a few things that I feel are quite useful to remember. The first thing is that to go easy on yourself and not be so self-critical of your experience, That's um, which is hard, obviously. It's easy to blame yourself and to kind of go down this route of self-hatred and like loathing. A bad day can really kind of spiral, you mm. know what I mean? And it wasn't bad because of my actions, but his behavior. Yeah. But I'm still internalizing that on myself, that there's something about me that's attracting this behavior or there's something about me that only gets to a certain point with men. Uh, tip number two, insecurities will find patterns if you look hard enough. She goes, if you're looking for a pattern in something, you'll be able to find it. Your brain will be able to link it. And that's where your insecurities will come and like reinforce that for yourself in your head. Right. You're obviously going to notice the patterns that trigger your insecurities. Yes, exactly. 
more than the ones that are just there in the background always. Exactly. Yeah. Tips from a therapist. Tips from a therapist. Number three, start asking on first dates what you're looking for and present yourself as to what you're looking for as well. So you ask it both ways. Mm. Previously, I was very much just in the go with the flow. Like, I don't want to come off too strong on a first date and I don't want to kind of come off too serious. I just kind of want to meet someone and see where it goes organically. Go with the flow gal is dead. Chill girl is dead. Chill girl is dead. (laughs) Go with the flow girl is dead. It's a scam perpetuated by these boys to walk all over us and to get us from situationship to situationship. Yeah. If you have standards, if you erase those boundaries, uh, gaslight you into thinking that you are the problem. Oh, you're asking for too much. Just go with the flow. You're crazy. My therapist said to me when I said, I just like to say like, I'm going with the flow. And she goes, but whose flow is it? Who's controlling this flow? You're in the passenger seat of someone else's driving and they're getting things that they want out of you they're you know controlling where things go how they're being met they're making sure their needs are met Mm. and now your needs being met i mean i'm passenger princess but i control the gps whoa (laughs) oh she's out here with these metaphors (laughs) so she blew my mind with that a little bit because i've always just liked to have that go with the flow attitude but where has it got me i'm sitting here today doing a podcast with you Excuse me? me you too. went with the flow and it led you yeah. to no movement in the bedroom. <laughs> Literally no flow. The most still experience I have ever encountered. You know what they say about still water? You can't drink it. You need to go to the flowing water. Where, where are these? It's survival tips. Didn't you do Girl Scouts? It did. I did do Girl Scouts. <laughs> it was more just like selling cookies though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just want to preface that. Anyway, moving on. Uh, we digress. Yeah. So the go with the flow girl is dead. R.I.P. No, she will not rest in peace. She needs to be resurrected and get revenge for us on these boys. <laughs> Love it. Setting boundaries. We're all about it. She did also mention that nowadays in dating, you're kind of robbed of but like online dating, that you are robbed of that experience of going on a few dates with someone and getting to know them before things progress. And that's true. I feel like... There is a little bit of a rush to like, uh, I like you, I want to see you again, I want to sleep with you and like you don't know where things are going to go. So I think the challenge I want to set for myself is take the time to date and get to know someone at my own pace. And if that just means I need a little bit longer to feel comfortable and to trust you, then that's okay. Love it. Uh, Tip number four, it's okay to be less accessible to men and to meet them on your terms. Tip number five, don't bypass that gut feeling that you have and your initial thoughts on a person. That's your body's reaction to the situation that's happening in front of you. And it's important to be intuitive of those feelings and emotions that you're experiencing at the time. I think one of the biggest things for me right now is not allowing like that bypass that I do when I'm like when I'm noticing this, like my explaining or whatever it is and I'm bypassing that. Do you know what's one of my tips, but make it from an unqualified therapist? Yeah. When they, like men mistreat you, that should be an ick. Not just all these weird things like tripping over your shoelaces and stuff, but when he mistreats you and it's so easy to recognize, I mean, we're not dumb, but we just ignore it. When men mistreat you, treat it as an ick. That is beautiful, firstly. (laughs) 
No, but seriously, like I would love Thank to have you. that mentality where we when, should we need to yeah that. when men start being like when they start misbehaving mm. and treating me with such disrespect, yeah, then that turns me off and that's very yeah. icky behavior. Like he didn't walk me to the door, <laughs> ick. Because you know when you kind of it's never something that's fully like yeah. despicable behavior. It's always on the cast. They know what yeah. they can get away it's with. It's always in a gray area where it could be interpreted either way. I mean, it can. It's. I feel like they're just, <laughs> it's obviously not good, Yeah. but it's not devastating. It's yeah. not like they went out and cheated. It's just like mm. noted. Yeah. It's a little bit, I noticed that with a lot of that sort of misbehavior, it's very much just like, mm, that feels a bit weird, but mm. okay. You feel it in your gut. Yeah. Mm. And then what do we do? We bypass it. Yeah. <laughs> like They're obsessed with me still. Yeah. No and I would love to get to a place where just disrespectful behavior is just icky to me. Yeah. Yeah. The majority of the time it is when you're not interested in them. Yeah. But when you've kind of got a slight thing for them. Yeah. Blind That's when you start making excuses for them. Yeah. And the last tip, accept the possibility that not everyone is for you and that you're not for everybody. So it's okay to go on these dates and not enjoy their company or for it to not go well. And that's not a reflection on who you are and what you can come with. It's more just incompatibility and that's okay. Even if I like them, then it doesn't matter if we're not aligned with our intentions, Mm. which is like, I guess a little bit disappointing if you kind of know, oh, they're just looking for a one night thing or they're just looking for something more casual at least you know from the beginning before you can get wrapped up emotionally. Sure. Yeah. It's hard with dating online as well because I feel like right off the jump, you are texting all the time. Yeah. And I'm just like already a horrible text. I'm on Do Not Disturb 24-7. It takes – it's so draining for me to be consistently texting back and forth. Yeah. And it's just like I'm not purposely ignoring you, but I'm also exhausted. We haven't even gone on one day and yeah. we're already texting like we're besties. You don't like the talking stage like in the beginning? Can we just like organize to go on a first date? I don't want to do this. Yeah. But also I don't want to meet them. <laughs> I don't know. I always feel like there's a fine line between the online talking because I don't want to just meet some weirdos. And the weirdos present themselves in the talking stage. Mm. Like you've, you've heard the stories that I've told you the past few weeks. They say some creepy things and you can kind of eliminate them yeah. before you even have to see them. Yeah. So I don't mind the talking stage. I guess I've been a bit more lucky with talking to people on a shorter term basis and them not being creeps in yeah. real life. But I've just found that's work for me is moving to the first date quickly and you can get such a better feel for someone yeah. when you meet them in person. They can be so charismatic online, you meet them in person and they're dead. That's true. Sometimes they're so nice in person and you just you can't put anything against them but you just yeah. never want to see them again. I feel like a lot of my attraction is based on banter. Yes. So a way for me to eliminate is yeah. to get them in face-to-face and yeah. then <clears throat> chat with them in person. Like, hey, yes. any more tips from your therapist that we won't follow? Um, I have been following some of them. Following some of them. You got these tips on Tuesday. You've been in a spiral for them. <laughs> yeah, so now that I'm out of that spiral and reflecting, I know to do better for myself and just to look after my own needs when it comes to going on these dates and talking to these men. Amen. Dating is so exhausting. It is. I actually saw this TikTok because I find talking to people in general exhausting. <laughs> I hate people. No, just kidding. Except so dating <laughs> dating is exhausting. But then I was watching this TikTok yeah. where all the wise wisdom comes from TikTok. And this girl was like, I don't understand how all these girls can 
be dating multiple men, have this roster and like all this, yeah. all these guys going on. Like I have one guy and I'm exhausted and, you know, I've put all my energy into him and I just simply don't have time or energy to put it into other people. Yeah. And then she said, you don't give that one guy your 100%. You give him like 20, 50, 40. That's you give true. him nothing. You give him the bare minimum. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. And I was like, damn. Yeah. That's because... a good way to look at it. Because do you think these guys are putting their 100% into you? I've never seen a man put 100% into anything. Literally, they'll date you five minutes from their house. Why is it that they always choose a location that's because five they don't... minutes from their house? Walking distance, like five minutes walking from their house. Because they're lazy and they're not, they've got all these girls on the go. They're not giving their 100%, bet... 20% for this girl you one. Know I bet they pick these five minute walking distance locations. So if the date is going well enough for them. Oh, 100%. Back to theirs. 100% bet. Hate all men. Example A. <laughs> we love not catching public transport. <laughs> anyway, we're not going with the flow anymore. No flow. Just writing notes. Don't date douchebags. <laughs> Don't sleep with them if you're not attracted to them. All right. I think that it's just important for myself to always remember that I'm doing really well in my single life. You know, I feel fulfilled in my single life and that anybody coming into that is really just come and go. I don't need to be fulfilled by a man or by dating or a relationship with one. I think I need to remember that I am fulfilled in my life outside of that. And my value doesn't come from how a man perceives me. And generally, I know that, which was hard for me to sort of accept was I know in myself that I know my value and I know I don't derive my value from men. But I was just very ashamed in myself about how I allowed this guy to say and do all these things and I didn't speak up for myself. Mm. So I want to be kinder to myself, but also just remind myself that it's okay to make mistakes and just like keep trying to do better for yourself. Mm. Not for him or for any experience, but for me. Yeah, I always say on a first date, I love my life. I love my friends and I have solid relationships in my life. I want this to add value to my life. And if it doesn't add value to my life, I'm not interested. I always say Amen. that to them. Yeah. Because at always in the first date, everything's always good. So they don't yeah. take it as a threat. It's just yeah. like, this is my situation. If you're going to add value to my life, I'd love you to be a part of it. Yeah. But if you're not, I'm completely content by myself. And that's, again, amazing. Love that for you. You're kind of <laughs> killing it today. <laughs> it's because no, I'm not in great. therapy and I'm delusional. Yeah. I need a little bit of that delusional energy. It's good. Yeah. It's a good place to be. I'm absolutely about the wrong things, I feel like. I mean, we're both in the same place. (laughs) (laughs) We're both here. (laughs) Lovely. Did you want to talk about how, like a little bit about what happened for you over the past few weeks with this guy? Yeah. So, you know, um, a phrase that I live and die by is they always come back. Yes. They always come back. (laughs) (laughs) And not until recently did I believe it to be as true as it is. Firstly... I've come to the realization it's it's for them. It's always for them. They don't really care about you when you come back. It's ego. It's to check if you're available still. I saw this TikTok. Okay. No, please share. I always need this reminder. This TikTok. And you are a yo-yo to them. And they will push you away and then reel you back in when they're ready. Yeah. And then push you away. (laughs) Almost immediately after they have you is that they bring you back it's like a sixth sense for them they can feel when you're finally doing well and when you're finally kind of moving on from them something goes off in their brain and they're like i need to hit her up 
and ruin her life again. I wish that there was a scientific explanation for this because there has never been any doubt in my mind about how they always come back. And multiple times if you allow them. Exactly. It's yeah. like they test the limits of what they can get away with. All the time. It's not a compliment when they come back. And it's, that took a while for me to register. It's that they realize that they know that you're the type of person who will allow them back after they've treated yeah. you badly. And what I've noticed is that when they come back the second time, third time, fourth time, they will treat you worse. A hundred percent. Each time. Yeah. So there's no learning or growing in their behaviors of coming mm-hmm. back. And I reckon it's because they're bored. Mm-hmm. Something's come up. Something's come up in their life that they need a distraction from. And they just think, who can I slip back to? Oh. He will open their arms and legs. <laughs> They've spun the block. No one else wants them. So they're like, you know what? Yeah. She put out with my bad behavior. Let me just. Yeah. She didn't say anything to me. There was no. Yeah. Literally. I. When I was younger, I had um, when I was younger, I had like a really messy situation going on where we came back and forth so many times. It was just so toxic. We were kids, we were dumb. It's fine. But after that, I was like, I'm never going to have something on and off again. Like I'm never gonna allow someone back. Yeah. Like once I've mistreated you, firm, done, dusted. Yeah. And up until this point in my life, yeah, I've been pretty good at that. I'm pretty good at cutting men off yes. once they've mistreated me. I've seen it. You've been good at that. Literally. Yeah. And they'll always come back. But by the time they come back, it's yeah. an ick. It's yeah. an ick that they come back. It's desperate energy. But this one guy has something over me and I allowed him back. Yeah. He slid up into my DMs. They always slide back in like nothing happened. Hey, how are you going? How's your cat going? <laughs> Anyway, wanted to meet up, miss you, whatever. And I was like, so on the fence. It was that internal battle. You know it's wrong, but you're intrigued. And I needed a distraction in my life as well. So kind of using him like I assumed he was using me. Anyway, so I was like, you know what? I will, let's meet up, energy. I want to see the grovel that you can provide me and my ego. Yeah. (laughs) Little did I know. (laughs) There would be no groveling. The first excuse was uh, he didn't respond to my message for like a day or something. Am I delusional or did this guy reach out to me and now he's leaving me on red? Yeah. Um. So he came back to me and he said that he deleted the Instagram app. Not Instagram, the Instagram app. He said app? Yeah. He went back and forth, right, between the two to get your to get you to message back. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, we agreed to meet the morning of he got COVID. No, because it's 2020. 2023. Can we still use a COVID excuse? No. The morning of. No. And let me give you some context. Is we organized this date the day before, so it hadn't even been 24 hours. He could have said, "Oh, I'm not feeling too great. Let me check in in the morning." Yeah. Nothing. He's like, "Stunning. Let's meet up. See yeah. you tomorrow after work. Friday night drinks. Gorgeous. Morning of. I literally get out of the shower. Oh, I've got COVID." And I was like, I'm done now. That was the ultimate ick for me. You were like, lol. I said, <laughs> <laughs> laugh out loud. How? See, they are testing how dumb you actually are and what they can get away with. Yeah. And he that, like, there was no even try in that lie. Did he put any thought into an actual excuse? He, he was like, like got this COVID tested on a Friday bitch, morning. This bitch is Lies. fucking dumb. So I said, lol. 
he obviously didn't get my sarcasm that I didn't believe him and yeah. went on to say, oh, like, let's meet up when I'm, when I'm feeling better. And I said, baby. I really hate this guy. I said, no, thanks. I'm good. But I hope you feel better <laughs> because they don't, they don't get to see you sweat. No. And I actually, in my heart of hearts, that gave me the complete clarity I needed. Yeah. That he is an idiot. I know that when um, that one guy last year... Which you need nicknames, yeah. Pizza Rat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so when Pizza Rat came back the first time after he stood me up and ghosted me, he like called me to say happy birthday. I remember I was like happy just for that validation because it's just like that rejection was huge for me. And a part of me thought like if we could just see each other and catch up again, then we could kind of go back on track. When they come back, they will leave you and they will make it 10 times worse. It will be 10 times worse. Like you have to start the grieving process all over again. Yeah, exactly. Like anything that you've kind of accomplished during that gap, Mm. you're at ground zero again. Yeah. You have to continue, you know, and there's no such thing as wrong time, right person, whatever that saying is. I think that like life is a continuous roller coaster. No matter what's going on, there's always something happening in your life. So it's whether or not you are prioritizing the time to see someone and spend time with them and if that's a priority for you or not mm. and if those like align with your values but this whole timing thing which he used to always say to me it's just another lie the yeah. timing thing he used to always say is just like an excuse for his like flaky behavior yeah you know what i mean okay that's enough about our dating lives and therapy <laughs> can we just break down what's been happening in pop culture at the moment Okay, let me kick us off because I'm really excited about this one. We have a 1989 re-release date, Taylor's version, on October 27th. Gorgeous. I'm so excited. I feel like I've just never been happier with listening to Taylor Swift's music lately. Like The new album cover looks so... She looks so happy. She's really just coming to her own and I think she's having this like obviously massive new connection with her fans with the re-releases and... She just looks so content as well. For sure. Do you think Harry Styles will feature? I think so. I think, look, Taylor Swift's on TikTok. She sees the edits. She sees it all. Mother sees all. And how she had like a full circle moment with Taylor Lorna. Yes. I think similar. And also because we've seen her and Harry Styles talking at events and stuff. They're clearly friendly. And I think that Harry Styles sees the edits too. I think she would do that for us. I just cannot wait to see her in February as well now that we have the re-releases. We're going to have a 1989 Taylor's version summer, if you will. If you will. If you will. Gorgeous. We're going to be 22 this summer. All over again. Speaking of Taylor Swift in 
So that's the Taylor T. That's the Taylor T. I'm excited. I'm excited for 1989. I saw this TikTok just said um, all she has left is her name and reputation. Yes. Chills. He ate. We digress. <laughs> all right. Allegedly. <laughs> What's next? The Lizzo allegations. Yeah. Um, that was her clear stance on it. 
I believe it's people on their team as well were removed out of the NBL. So yeah. because they're under the Lego umbrella, yeah. if they're illegal, then you know you're hiring yeah. these people. Yeah, it's awful it, down there. Yeah, and apparently since then more people have come out, and I know also people are saying that just compared to Team Lego, the actual cast can be had. But Wait, Chelsea or I know that they said they're Chelsea. Really? Yes, but let's preface this by saying that this lawyer is well-known in Hollywood and is is represented by everybody. He's represented Kim Kardashian, Zoe Deschanel, um, and a bunch of other Hollywood people. Mm. So he's probably well-known and versed in the law around these things, but I don't want to condemn him just yet because he represented Bill Cosby. I know that that is a tough... Yeah, like when you hear yeah. his own lawyer that just died recently, it was so obviously guilty. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. It's not a good look. Like it's not. It's like PR in terms perspective. Of, in terms of PR, and people are saying PR about stuff. Yeah. It's like it just adds to the crazy lawyers and the hollywood lawyers that we have around here. Mm. What's that saying when there's fire, there's smoke? smoke. I think it was smoke there's fire. There's no smoke without fire. Oh, there's no smoke without fire. I was like, that's literally the quote for like yeah. when anyway, we digress. I don't know. I just hope that things can come out and be resolved and we can get more of an understanding. But any sort of incident, these these allegations, even if they come out to be false, they're still taken here in context. These they're images. The news will live on forever now. Yeah, there's always gonna be like a little bit of tainted on the situation from oh, there. If it was untrue, I'm not trying to be sexist about it whatsoever, but yeah. you could see that that's really fucked up what happened. But defamation? Defamation. <laughs> defamation. La la la. Yeah, so that's. But also, I feel like, I'm not saying anyone's right or wrong just yet. Yeah. We need more information. I just know. More evidence, more proof. But. Right. Yeah. What's that saying when there's. There's no smoke without fire. I don't know. I just hope that things can come out and be resolved and we can get more of an understanding. But any which way you look at it, this, these allegations, even if they come out to be false, they still take a hit on her. While we're on the topic of toxic men. <laughs> Easy segue. While we're on the topic. So, I don't know if everyone out there watched Too Hot to Handle. Back in lockdown. Oh my God, it was back in lockdown. It was lockdown days. It reminds me of lockdown. There's been a few seasons now, but there was yeah. a season with Harry. He's made a name for himself. I think he's one of like the biggest OnlyFans, like male. I didn't know Harry had OnlyFans. I'm yeah, sorry. He's like one of the top billers. I didn't even know that men do. Yeah. Sorry. I know that yeah. sounds silly now, but saying it out loud, but I just thought that women mainly did OnlyFans. No, that's where, that's where all his money, wow. I assume, would come from now. But... 
he dated another girl from another season, Georgia. Yeah. Aussie gal, like us. They're both Aussies. Oh, yeah, he is Aussie. Yeah, he's Sorry. Aussie. Anyways, they dated. They've been dating. They've been very public, make TikToks all the time. Anyway, they broke up. He's coming forward on Call Her Daddy podcast mm. saying that Georgia cheated on him. She's had enough. She's been very quiet about the breakup and she's sick of him lying pretty much is what she's saying and that she didn't cheat on him yeah what's going on here i hate it when men run their mouths firstly (laughs) she's coming with receipts you know what makes me go firstly on georgia's side besides the fact she's a woman Mm. women can do no wrongs women can do no wrong she is coming forward only as a response to harry dragging her name through the mud yet again yeah it's not the first time he did it with multiple other exes yeah Accused them of cheating on him as well. Wasn't he with Francesca? Yeah. yeah. That's where they were on the season together originally. Yes. Said the same yes. thing about her. She's moved on. She's, you know, yeah. happy. Thank God. I saw this um, TikTok of her on a podcast and she was talking about Coachella and how one of his rules was that she needed to take a picture of herself in bed every night and a video of the room. He got her to send a photo. Yeah. And he got mad at her because it wasn't a video. Yeah, because he goes, someone could have been hiding in the room and I wouldn't have seen them. And she goes, I'm sitting in bed with a bowl of pasta in my PJs. Yeah. No one's in the room. But at that point, there's just no trust. It's also like, if I'm cheating, Babs, I'm hiding him in another room. He's not going to be there. (laughs) Also, after I take that video, he can wait outside, take that video. He's in the bathroom. Come back in. Even if you wanted to do a live call and FaceTime me, he's outside. He's under the bed. He's waiting. (laughs) TikTok. What is this? This is such. That was such. I thought that was so silly. Yeah. It was giving also a little bit like Jonah vibes with the surfer girl, like controlling narcissistic. It was giving men. controlling narcissistic behavior. Yeah. It was the same energy across the board, and I hate how they do this in private, the controlling mm. the rules, and then they come out and they speak about it as if they did everything in their power to be supportive and loving and doing all these things and it comes out that that was just not true yeah and the way he described it on the podcast publicly he was like he sent georgina a message saying don't be bouncing on other people like the disrespect there to firstly say that to her and then just come out and say it publicly it's just like ugh, i've had enough don't be bouncing on other people i hate man the audacity oh my god that is disgusting to say firstly if you've had issues in your past with cheating and you don't trust women okay fair enough go to therapy like the rest of us yeah don't drag all your exes through look i don't know what's true but don't need to do it publicly on a podcast and i also think that especially these men that go on these shows like too hot to handle love island because they're admired on these shows they think that they can get away with anything Mm. because women love them regardless so they can act controlling and say all these narcissistic things and tear down women quietly while they're being publicly celebrated and they know we'll be silent yeah georgia she Mm. was silent up until she couldn't take it anymore and she was being shamed in public exactly their job really how they stay relevant is to create drama yeah but it's creating drama at the expense of someone else now exactly and tearing women down in public ruining her brand People coming for her in the comment section, whatever it is. Yeah, apparently the family's involved now in everything. It's been years and she just wants to move on from the situation, but he keeps bringing it up in yeah. a podcast and it becomes relevant again. Because I remember Georgia, she was on another show that was a mix of mm. Love is Blind and Too Hot to Handle and a third show. There was this 
show with I can't remember what it's called on Netflix they all kind of get into this villa and there's like a rotation of like who gets with who whatever so she was on that show with this other guy and they kind of won the show but then there was rumors about how she immediately broke up with him or ghosted him because he was in the states and she was Australia and they had they broke up it was kind of public and a bit messy because there were people thought there were overlappers with him and Harry do you know I actually was watching her podcast and she on a, the dating show yeah. and coupled up with this guy Dom Dom that's Dom, his name yeah yes and then the show ended and then they pretty much split instantly and yes. she was back with Harry or whatever yeah Dom has yeah. been playing out this heartbroken guy, whatever. Yes, on TikTok. Because he was blowing up on TikTok, the yeah. heartbroken guy. Especially because... The good on, guy. On the show, he was very... He was very, like, in touch with his emotions. Mm. And he did right by Georgia on the show. Mm. So everyone's like, it's her loss. You're great. You're amazing type energy. Yeah. Like, Georgie, yeah. Georgia's toxic. Yeah. She's, you know, playing with his feelings and whatnot. She came out on this podcast, so allegedly she said she let down Dom easy on the show. She said, look, I don't want to, like, reject you publicly on the show. It's a bad – like, it's not a bad look, but it's, like, can be embarrassing for Dom. So she told him that, and they agreed to kind of play it, go along with I it on the show. That. Yes. And then they leave. Obviously, they're not together. She, did, she told him she didn't see it kind of going further – he accepted it fine, but then comes out publicly and plays this kind of right. heartbroken. That she's sucks. toxic. I thought, I thought Dom was cool. I mean, there's always yeah, men. that sucks. Because I remember on the show they had no issues. Mm. Even when she would go on dates with other guys, she'd always come back to Dom and like, I'm with Dom. I really like him. I don't want to switch up. And yeah. they always kind of had each other's back on the show. Yeah. So I. Yeah, and I was always wondering how they're going to make this work because he's in the US, she's Australian. But apparently she was like living in LA or something. I mean, people who go on these shows, first and foremost, it's for their own benefit. It's not for love. Relationship maybe is a bonus, but like Francesca went on to promote her bikini line, I'm pretty sure. She had, I think she was in a relationship. I don't know, whatever. Anyway, I'm just, yeah. Yeah. I'm just tired. Fair enough. Anyway, so at this point in time, I'm Team Georgia. Team Georgia, Team Taylor Swift. Harry is always seems to be in the drama. And no one's holding him accountable. No. <laughs> We've gone all the way over time because we had a lot to say this week. Yeah, this was a big podcast. Thanks for joining us and we'll catch you next week. Bye.